Welcome back to another episode of Self-Care with Lauren and Blair, the podcast where we talk all things self-care from different ages and different perspectives. My name is Blair. Hey, I'm Lauren. And it's been a hot minute. A hot minute. Things happen. Uh, We haven't been around in a few months. Um, Not a few months. No, a few months. You haven't seen us since episode five, which was, what was episode five about? New Year's intentions, which is very ironic. Yeah, I don't feel like we fulfilled any of our intentions, or at least I personally have not. Oops, dropped the ball. Life got in the way. But you know what? It's all about radical acceptance. We didn't follow through on our intentions. Oh, well. Radical acceptance. That's okay. But now it's spring. And um, as an English teacher, I feel it is important to note that classic season symbolism dictates that spring is the season of rebirth and renewal. So we are here and we are back and we are renewing ourselves and committing ourselves to providing you with some fresh new content. So something that we were going to talk about before a bunch of technological mishaps got in the way was just how stoked we are for spring the little things that spark joy within us around this time of year and just what we can do to really benefit ourselves some self-care routines that we can do to match this time of year absolutely so something that's been happening in my life recently is I moved out of my house for a bit and now I'm back and the second I got back I got new furniture and I purged everything in my drawers, everything in my closet that I didn't need, that didn't serve me, that I wasn't actively using for the past year, and it felt so good. You're making me feel a little guilty, because I always say we need to do spring cleaning in my house. The basement is a disaster, just like years upon years of kids' toys that I need to purge, and I've not done any of that. I feel like this is the first time I've actually done spring cleaning and honestly there's no better feeling and spring cleaning doesn't just benefit you I took all my clothes and I donated them to a sustainable fashion brand and it just feels so good to get rid of things and have so much more space and it just makes you feel so refreshed Yeah, I agree. I think a cluttered space reflects or equates to a cluttered mind. And when you purge, you can feel that emotional and that mental release almost, like you're clearing the space in your head simultaneously. So I can absolutely see why that felt really like freeing for you because my house is so cluttered and sometimes the chaos around me kind of consumes me emotionally. But in addition to purging, I've also made, like I said, new buys that I feel like is going to help me a lot. For example, I'm really proud of this. I got a rack, a clothing rack in my room, like you see on Instagram and Pinterest. And I don't know, it just, it makes for my closet to be less cluttered. I have things just so available and accessible to me in my room. I've just been purchasing at a low price, I must add, things that'll really benefit me, that'll make me be able to see everything that I own and I just I don't know I just feel so good about it and I'm just really excited about it that's all 
I'm excited for you too. My closet when I moved into my house was already had like built-in shelving and an organizer, which is nice because I can absolutely see my clothes, but I'm, I'm starting to get to the point now where everything is cluttered and a lot of people I know they like to take away their winter wardrobe and put in boxes for the spring and summer and just keep their spring and summer clothes out in like full view. And uh, I'm not one of those people. I tend to keep my wardrobe all year round out and it definitely just feels like consuming sometimes because it's just really um an eyesore visually and I open up my closet and there's just there's just too much there well that's what sucks about living in Canada is that the seasons are so drastic that you have winter clothes and summer clothes as opposed to if we lived in LA we would just have clothes yeah I mean and there's also a chance that you're going to need the winter clothes in May don't don't put them away because today's April 6th and yesterday it snowed. So, you know, there's really no rush to put away the winter clothes for me yet. Something I also wanted to talk about um, in fashion for spring is adding pops of color to the wardrobe. I feel like that is just such a great thing to do when going outside of your comfort zone a little bit to add those neons or the pinks or the blues, the pastels, just something that'll get you in the mood for spring because it's so nice and warm and uplifting outside that don't we want to look like that as well absolutely I dug out this old yellow neon yellow shirt from my closet last weekend and it was raining and so dreary out and I said you know what if spring's not coming I'm bringing the spring and I brought out my neon yellow shirt and god knows how old it is I swear it might be from 10 years ago I don't even think the store exists anymore but this neon yellow shirt first of all I got so many compliments on it and everyone's like yellow's your color and I would not normally wear yellow um I like tend to stick to neutrals like gray and white and black Um, But I got so many compliments on it and I felt so vibrant and so confident that I realized, yeah, pops of color, they do great stuff for your mental health. Like, I'm not a fashion person, as you can probably see from my Instagram. Like, I like to do lifestyle photos and stuff, but I am much more of a food blogger. But for some reason, I've felt compelled this spring or this impending spring to really step up my fashion game. And I've just really enjoyed what I've purchased so far. Like, I I don't tend to spoil myself too much with clothes, and I'm pretty frugal when it comes to fashion. But, you know, like, I went out and I got myself some dad shoes, and I got myself what Blair has... Um, dubbed the Instagram influencer hat Mm -hmm. and I love it I wear it everywhere Um, and I bought myself a few neon pieces and a new pair of jeans and I just feel so fresh now if we could just get rid of the jackets that would be great Mm -hmm. like I just feel we need to just be at a jacket season already because we need to be at short season even though you're wearing shorts right now don't tell people that okay never mind I didn't just say that oh I brought out pumps the other day pumps yeah like high heels oh because I was like the snow is finally gone and yeah it's a little bit muddy but you know what like having a little bit of foot showing was very liberating there's nothing honestly more liberating than wearing just no clothes and I mean that in a way where you are wearing clothes but just a very small amount of clothes does that make sense okay We're going to have to scratch that. Okay, never mind. Okay. Liberate, nothing more liberating than wearing no clothes. No, I'm talking about like, just like shorts and a tank Guys, top. my podcast co-host is clearly a nudist and I'm uncomfortable. <sighs> I just mean shorts and a tank top. That's all. Like I really like the idea of no clothes when it comes to shoes though. Like when I said I was wearing pumps because I like to have like you know, foot showing, like slides and flip-flops and shoes where I like my feet feel very naked, those are liberating. Mm-hmm. But I like to wear clothes other than that. Okay. 
I want to talk about food for a bit because I think having a healthy diet is so important, especially now. There's so many fruits in season and vegetables in season and just really filling your body and nourishing your body with good food will help you make the most of spring and summer, right? Yeah, absolutely. I think there's a correlation between weather and how we eat. So how have you changed your diet now that it's starting to get nicer out? Well, I am really into smoothies now. Um, I It's a super simple thing. I don't even put greens in it. I literally just take the frozen fruit, the peanut butter, and the almond milk. And I never drink milk, so it's a really good way to get it. Um, I have fresher foods now. Not so much the heavy fried foods. I don't crave that as much. What were You, you were telling me earlier that your cravings shift during this time also. Yeah, totally. In the winter, especially this past winter, I've all I've been all about like soups and ramen and noodles. And um, I love that in the winter. There's nothing that makes me happier than on a Friday night after a long week at work, just hibernating at home and like ordering ramen and going to town on my carbs, my favorite food group. Um, but yeah, now that it's getting nice out again, I'm with you on the smoothie train. Um, I always have smoothies, but in the summer and spring when it's warmer out, I find them more palatable because when I eat them or when I drink them in the winter, I get the chills and I don't enjoy them as much. So yeah, I'm all about smoothies when it's nice out Um, and definitely more salads. Like I can, I don't know, I just find cold foods more appealing in the spring. And also, I love the return of, like, iced coffee and iced matcha season. 100%. So, like, I drink iced caffeinated beverages all year round. But, again, they make me chilled. But this time of year, especially this year, I'm living for my iced matcha lattes. A company called Naoki Matcha. They make organic ceremonial matcha from Kagoshima in Japan. It's... um delicious matcha um they gave me a few different flavor profiles to try and i'm in love i've been making them with oat milk on ice and i'm loving the flavor it's like a lot of matcha tends to be quite bitter their their matcha isn't bitter it's smooth and creamy and sweet and um whereas i used to be drinking in the winter i drink a lot of coffee um just to kind of stay awake i feel like i'm always so sleepy um kind of the brightness and the lightness of the iced matchas is really appealing to me this time of year and really quickly matcha is also a little different than coffee in terms of caffeine where caffeine gives you the boost right away the caffeine in matcha releases periodically throughout the day so you always have that caffeine boost and you don't crash yeah, for sure. Um, if you want to get it, Blair, it's available on Amazon. And it's they, they're really big about their price point being only $24.99 for an entire tin of matcha. That's really good. I know. I mean, you worked at David's Tea. You mm-hmm. know how pricey matcha is. I know this stuff. Yeah, like the I really like the matcha from David's Tea, but it is a little bit more bitter, actually, than than the one that I was um, gifted. And it's uh, it's like $50 for a tiny little tin. So, yeah, shout-outs to Naoki, amazing matcha. And I'm just trying to think if there's anything else that I've done to shift my eating and drinking habits. Well, I personally am more motivated to take my vitamins when it's nicer outside. Again, like, just 
the weather kind of rubs off on me and I just feel more energetic in general. It's I it's weird. I find I'm more receptive to setting intentions and resolutions during the spring than in the new year. So I use this time to check in with myself, to brush up on my vitamin routine, all that kind of stuff. You really take the whole spring renewal thing very seriously, don't you? I do. I don't know why, but I do. You know what it is for me too? Like you mentioned how like the the lightness outside and being um, nicer out inspires you to take your vitamins. For me personally, I th- and you said it gives you more energy. For me personally, I think like the fact that it's still bright out a little bit later in the day has a big impact too on our mental health. Like uh, for me personally, I'm, I'm looking forward to when it gets a little bit warmer because after dinner, my family lives for like after dinner bike rides or walks. And sometimes if we finish dinner early enough, we even go to the park. Just the fact that it's not dark out by 5 p.m. is so good for us psychologically. We have so much more time in the day for activities. Ooh, activities. I know that's a play on the stepbrothers line, but I love activities. I just love doing things, which is why I love spring because you can finally start getting out into the world and not hibernating. We did something fun today, didn't we? We did. We went to Hide Seek, which is a pop-up in Toronto. Yeah, it's an art installation, and essentially it's for all the narcissists in the city, and believe me, there are many, to come out and take photos. Um, it's all about like childhood fun and nostalgia, and we just took photos in all these rooms, and you know, it was like 10 degrees out, and I was wearing my bicycle shorts. Ain't no shame in my shorts game. Yeah, shout out to Hide Seek for letting Lauren and I get in for free, mainly you, because you just took me along. But always my plus one. Forever my plus one. Another big part of spring for me is the anticipation of what's to come. A big part of my lifestyle is mindfulness and trying to be present in the moment and just enjoying what I have at the moment. But the reality for me is around this time of year, I'm 100% anticipating what's to come. And I'm just counting down the days till summer break. In my head, it goes Easter long weekend, Victoria Day long weekend, exams, freedom. And the thought of those two months off is just like what perpetually keeps me going. And I know that sounds bad because, you know, my life at the moment is quite good and I should just be blessed for um, the present. But no, I'm always looking forward to what's going to happen, you know, as it gets progressively warmer and the school year kind of um, plays out. So for me, I'm thinking about the end of the school year and I'm thinking about how, you know, once it you know, ends up being 15, 16, 17 degrees out. I'm going to start running outdoors again, which I live for. Um, I'm thinking about patio season, like the thought of being able to go out on a Friday or Saturday night and like have a drink on a patio and enjoy the warmth outside just gives me so much life and energy and excitement. I live for cottage season. Oh, I've never had good experiences at cottages. They're not my thing. Really? Really? Like, first of all, I always feel like they're bug infested. Accurate. One time a dock spider did crawl up my leg and I almost died. Yeah, that's like the stuff of PTSD for me. Yeah. And I I never, I don't know, it depends on how nice the cottage is, but I always feel like they're like second class living conditions. Oh, I get like glamping cottages. I Airbnb those. I'm excited for that. We pay quite a bit, but 
Yeah, that actually sounds nice, more so than my experiences at cottages. I'm also just not really, like, a lake person or an outdoorsy person. Almost every time I've ever done something outdoorsy, I've ended up with poison ivy or, yeah, true story. I've had poison ivy, like, two times in my life. And I went, I went on birthright in Israel. We had to do a lot of outdoorsy stuff. Mm. And I fell on some gravel and was, like, bleeding from all limbs and yeah I'm just a spazzy person who doesn't do well outdoors so cottages for me just don't appeal that's the opposite of me because I spend my summer months outdoors at camp in a camp setting so very different I am by no means a camper camping gal but I do live for the outdoors and being in nature I find it really grounding which is why I find spring the most exciting season for me and while summer is my favorite spring is just so exciting because of what you said the anticipation of what's coming next just really gets me through harder days yeah I mean now that you mention it like I do spend more time outdoors than I'm alluding to like I I take my children to the park as I mentioned previously and we go for walks and we do spend quite a bit of time outside Um, but I agree that yeah, the anticipation of even better weather in spring really perks you up. I'm thinking probably on my lunch breaks starting soon, I'll go for walks. Just spend a few minutes in nature. I agree 100% that it's a grounding thing mm-hmm. and that you can sort of really take a moment and pause and reflect and be mindful when you're outside in nature more so than when you're captive indoors. Yeah, spring just provides a lot of self-care opportunities, a lot of self-care inspiration, and that's really why I do love it so much. Are you going to change anything in, like, let's say your self-care routine or your workouts or your skincare? Well, my workouts will definitely be more outdoor-based, jogging-based, much like you said, instead of being cooped up in a gym or my basement on the treadmill. Yoga won't be outdoors that'll stay inside for no one to see but um I don't think that you should be doing yoga indoors let's do some outdoor yoga together this summer should we should that be our summer resolution no because we don't follow through on them okay we're not notoriously (laughs) good on our follow-through Blair also who would teach us outdoors no we just put on a yoga with Adrian YouTube video have you never done yoga with Adrian no she's amazing I just, I've only done a couple of her videos, but yeah, she's readily available on YouTube. It's like a half an hour you can do. She does like multiple levels, beginner, advanced, intermediate. She, you, she does like a flow based on what you're in the mood for, cardio flow, uh, low intensity, stretching. She has like a video for all your yoga needs. So this can be a call out to any of our listeners who want to get in on this action. Yeah. We, we can plan yoga in the park or something. 100%. Come okay. out and meet us. Well, you probably already know us if you're listening. But if you don't, hi. Hi. Okay, my skin changes drastically in the summer. It's not as dry. It's a bit more oily. And it gets very dirty because, like I said, I'm outdoors at camp a lot. So cleaning it more, exfoliating more. I just learned about exfoliation. I'm like 23 and I didn't know what it was. I mean, I know what it is, but I don't do it. So it's life-changing. I'm Uh finally doing it, and I think it'll pay off in the summer because I'll have so much dirt 
it's just on my body. So exfoliating is definitely going to be at the top of my skincare list this summer. Um, and the jade roller is always a good one because I get hot flashes at night in the summer. So putting that cool jade on my face will definitely make me feel better. Something happened with my jade roller. What? Do share. I don't, I don't know. Maybe I didn't do a good job cleaning it. Um, or maybe I've never cleaned it confession and I like put it too close to my eye I think and I got like an eye infection or just like a really bad eye irritation whoa yeah so anyone who's listening who has a jade roller do yourself a service and wash it before and after usage because obviously bacteria gets trapped in it and because I put it close to my eye it really messed my eye up for like a good few days whoa I clean mine mine came with a little um like a wipe? Mine came with a cloth, yeah. I think you need to do more than a cloth. Uh, like I need, I think, soap and water. Oh. Yeah. Okay, uh, another resolution we have is to clean our jade rollers. I mean, it makes sense, right? That it would get bacteria on it. Yeah. Well, you're putting it on your face. I haven't used it since then. Okay, well, we need to fix that. Yeah, we do, because I paid a, I, I paid a pretty penny for it. And I still love the feeling of it, the sensation of it. But mm-hmm. I'm, like, a little bit traumatized and worried that, yeah, it's just, it's dirty. It's making my skin and eyes. Well, I'm also just not going to put it near my eyes anymore. Anyway, lesson learned. Clean your jade roller. Yeah. My skincare, like, regimen sucks. I need to work on this. This is something that maybe this summer I will take up skincare. Mm-hmm. And I think I'll just go spend hundreds of dollars on it. Because otherwise I'm not motivated no, to learn myself. you don't need to. Places like Sephora have, like, those birthday gifts, and they give a nice, a very generous amount of a sample. I have a sample that I got for free for my birthday gift of Drunk Elephant's Proteiny Cream. Um, It will last me a year. A sample? Yeah, because you only, when it comes to skincare, less is more. Right. So I only take a little bit. I do it probably twice a week because... You don't want to do the same thing every single day, I find, with my skin in particular, because it'll just it, it'll just lose the effect over time. Right. So I like to keep my skin on its toes. And I'm telling you, Sephora samples are super generous. This is good, good information. Yeah, skincare can seem really expensive and daunting. And I guess self-care can too, because skincare falls in that category. But it's not. Like, it can be really accessible. Yeah, that's something I needed to hear because in my mind, to learn about the products that I need, I believe I need to go to Sephora, talk to somebody, and then leave $200 later. Mm, mm -mm. Final thoughts on spring, spring cleanses, self-care in spring. Go. Mm, Embrace the season, even if it's not that warm out yet, which it's not. Just spend a few moments outside. And this is like advice I'm giving because I don't necessarily take it myself. (laughs) Spend a few moments outside because as you mentioned, it's great for grounding, being out in nature. And take those moments of mindfulness to pause and reflect and just sort of re-energize yourself throughout your day. Um, If there's anything I'm going to take from this conversation, it's definitely during my lunch to spend a few moments outside every day. Honestly, I couldn't have said it better myself. We've been trapped for so long indoors. It's our time to not be inside anymore. I get really bad FOMO when it comes to spring and summer months. If I am inside, even if I'm sick and not feeling well and like on the verge of death, I 
am anxious if I don't go outside because I feel like I'm not making the most of these warmer months. Yeah, I mean, in in Canada and in Ontario, we only have a few nice months a year. Yeah. So I think it is important to capitalize on them and feel like you really did enjoy the, the months. Like, a big part of my family's tradition in the summer is we take the kids to Wonderland almost every weekend. And that's our favorite way to be outdoors. Um, and it's entertaining and it's, you know, we can spend the whole day there, exhaust them so they sleep really well at night. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I think it's important to embrace the outdoors while we have a few nice months. And also, like the spring purge, I need to do it. Like you've you've lit a fire Ooh, yeah. under me to, to really tidy up and get rid of some things because my closet's a mess and like I said my house is a mess and we just have too much stuff and I really do feel like my cluttered house is um, weighing on me so I definitely need to clean up and Mm -hmm. get rid of some things Mm -hmm. yeah my final thought would be to enjoy the moment of spring and not wish for it to be over and enjoy summer because everyone likes summer the most but like really be happy and appreciate spring for what it is now in these months of transitioning because it's really when you can transition the most on your inner self and your self-care routines and this is just the time to start new routines if you need to yeah I love that Mm -hmm. all right well thank you so much everyone for listening to our podcast again so sorry we were away for a bit but we are back every month regular programming so happy about that Thanks for tuning in, guys. And as always, if you do want to keep in touch, you can follow us on socials. My at is my name, B-L-A-I-R-R-O-T-S-T-E-I-N. Instagram and Twitter is Blair Lindsay. And the Athleisure Teacher is my Insta handle. As always, feel free to follow. All right, we will see or speak to you guys, I guess, next month.